welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Hola, Jose. Hola. ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien, gracias. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, hopefully, everybody took Spanish 101 and <laughs> you with that, with that meant. But, hopefully, uh, you don't have to translate what that was. I mean, you know, if you live in Texas, you shouldn't, yeah. no matter who you are, but... California, Arizona, New Mexico, you shouldn't need we that. We got some people in other countries that listen to this, so I they guess do. for them. That's true. That's true. But We got a lot of Belgium people listening. I yeah. don't know how we go. I, <laughs> like, I don't know. Must, you must have been here in the States once and stumbled across our show. <laughs> yeah, it's, maybe. It's like, look at these silly people. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, so, so today um, we're going to dive into um, expectations versus reality. Mm. At least when it comes to um, dating. It makes me think of those things you see like wish.com where they show you like, wish. here's a dress. Wish? I, I don't know. What is wish. Oh, wish is right like, <laughs> it's like um, stuff that's not good. It's like the cheapest material. It's terrible. So right. you go on to wish and you see like there's a picture of a dress, right? And you're like, oh, that looks really cute. Yeah. And then they do a... Here's what the expectation is versus what you get, and it's hilarious. Really? Like, oh, oh my god! <laughs> I didn't even know that existed, dude. When we're not recording, we, I'm going to show you because it's so funny. So is it so like do they show like a new one, and then versus the one that they're no, it's just the, like the material. It's just oh. not, you know, like if you go onto like, okay, oh, here's an example, like, like Macy's you, yeah, like if you look at a uh, flyer for Burger King, right? right? The burger on the flyer looks yeah. amazing. You're Juicy. like perfect. Oh, it's but fantastic. when you get one, it's all smushed. Yeah. The stuff's coming out. Yeah. It's like cold in certain spot. Like you know what I mean? Like yes. what you get is the same thing. But Wish is like a yeah. really cheap. That on no. like stuff. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's you never heard that? They'd be like, oh, no. you're the wish well, version I, of Leonardo I, DiCaprio. You know, you know, some of that stuff, sometimes they gotten pretty good at it. But yeah, yeah, the hamburgers, that was that one's hard. Yeah. Because the way they sell it, it's just perfect. It's yeah. a perfect hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not really even a hamburger, but yeah. Yeah. But like when you get it, it's just like it's the same thing. It's like yeah. This is what I'm going to get. And you're like, oh, look at this burger. And then it's all smushed and gross. And you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> The reality is it's yeah, not going to look all like All the that. sesame seeds have fallen off. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I think even, I mean, you could even uh, translate it. Because, you know, me, I like movies. It's, an, it's like when you see the trailer mm. and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be so funny yeah. or whatever. And then you go watch it and you're like, no. I hate it when that whoever, whoever made the trailer should have made the movie. because, yeah. Or in the trailer, they put the best parts and that's it. Yeah. Everything else is is crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, what? The? But yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, expectations. And I think, honestly, expectations, they seem to be the root cause of a lot of unhappiness. Mm, I could see that. <laughs> but it's, 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 a, it's somewhat of a paradox, right? Because you want things, right? You want to want things or else, you know, mm. you want to get up and you want to do things and, and you want the day to, to turn out well, of course. Yeah. But at the same time, it might not. That doesn't mean you should discard the whole day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe you had a... One bad thing go wrong during the day. And I heard somebody say that the way to combat that, by the way, mm. is like break your day up into sections, into four sections. Like the oh, early like morning. Oh, like the early morning was okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then like the mid morning and then the afternoon yeah. and then the evening mm. or something like that. And if you break it down that way, 
it you'll probably find that the whole day wasn't ruined. Yeah. Something good. Yeah, because if you slipped on a banana peel at 8 a.m. Right. And like at 12 p.m. you're having a piece of pizza, you're like, right. hey. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So instead of washing the whole day, it's like break it up into pieces yeah. and it might might work out. But, you know, me, I'm going to... I'm an optimist. Why, why are you laughing? I don't know. Just thinking of banana pills. Like, do people slip on banana pills? I've never slipped on a banana pill ever. I don't, I don't I, even find them to be that slippery. I wonder where that came from. Is that like something from like the black and white movies? They're like, oh, this would be funny. And then we took that as like, that's a possibility that you could slip on a banana pill. I kind of feel like it's maybe it's like the, a cartoonist one time oh, did yeah. it as a gag yeah. and they just stuck. And that's what you associated that with. makes sense. You know what I mean? But I mean, who knows? <laughs> like the, that was the other thing. Like I, I guess uh, Bugs Bunny, right? Uh-huh. He, I guess rabbits eat carrots, or is that something again that was also part of the cartoon? That mm. you know, that's because usually I, uh, when I see people feed them, they're feeding them like uh, cabbage and stuff like yeah. that. Like you don't. Yeah. How do we know that they don't like pizza? Well, I, I, I Turtles eat pizza. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I remember, you know, whenever I saw Bugs Bunny, he always had yeah. a carrot. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, is that a thing? Like, do they really mm. like carrots? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they like the consistency of it because their teeth, you know, it's real crunchy. It's like, yeah. <laughs> well, even at that, like, I remember watching Popeye, same situation. Mm. It's like he would eat. Uh, yeah, it's spinach, right? But it gave him power. So you always thought, I, mean, I think it is beneficial. That was a marketing ploy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why spinach out of all the vegetables? Why canned spinach? But spinach was the least popular. And they're like, okay, we got to get our clout up. We got to right. put it on here. And then now it's like. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, I know it's healthy for you, but <laughs> is it really going to make you give you that much muscles? I don't know. Maybe there's a science behind it. I could be incorrect. Um but yeah, so so part of it, I I, I pulled up some stats uh, online uh, about dating online, mm. um, and just a couple of things that that came up. Um, so they did the study in like in 2016, they had like 240 million people that were on online dating. It's a lot of people. Wow, that's a lot of people. <laughs> I'm looking at you oh right now. And it's like, like, I had to think about the number. That's a lot. That's a huge number. I mean, that's almost like saying that every American has a dating app. When did the, do you know what year the very know. first dating app came out? Uh, I don't. I don't. When I think back of dating apps, I think of eHarmony as one of the yeah. first ones, but I could be wrong. It might've been something else. And then let's, they broke okay. into it. Yeah. Let's say that let, I'm just... Pretending, let's say that it came out in the year 2000, let's say. I wonder what the stats are, like midpoint. Like what were the stats in 2000 versus 2010 versus 2020? You know what I mean? Like how many people, because you know there's more divorce now. So it's like how many more people now are back out there or whatever. what I think, because I remember I've heard people say that they've met online and they stayed. And most of the time when I meet them, it was back when they used to have to email each other. Mm. And I think it wasn't what it's like now. Yeah. So in other words, at that time, they were really trying to meet people. Yeah. And I guess there's always going to be a situation where people abuse it. But mm-hmm. I think back then it was genuinely, I want to meet a person. And once they did, yeah. they just got off. Because it was, it was a little more laborious. Again, you had to like email each other yeah. and find a spot and then you talk to them. And it's like, I don't want to do that again. You <laughs> said that good. was right, 2016, right? right? Yeah. I wonder what it is post-COVID. That I don't know, but what I, well, I, I do know actually, oh. at least according to these dads. So in 2021, mm. this was post-COVID and then I have 2022, but 2021, it was 323 million. 
people. Okay, so, okay. So it jumped. Uh-huh. And then now it's up to 366 million in 2022. Okay. And what was 2016? 2040. Okay. So it's like an increase of 100 million people. Oh my gosh. It makes sense though. Cause oh, I started, course. I started, I started online dating in 2016. Well, I mean, if you're working from home, which a lot of people are, where are you going to meet people? Yeah, well, even if you're working in the office, it's not a good idea to date people your office. Well, yeah, but we were co-workers. still dating people before. <laughs> I mean, we were, right? But it, we knew that that's a bad, yeah. it's a bad idea. To but date still, if you are work. working from home, or let's say you move to a new city, you and you're working remotely, like meeting people and all that, like it's hard when oh, yeah. you don't have that work. I mean, that's when you're an adult. The main thing you do is go to work. You spend the majority of your waking time there, so it's like. Yeah, you want to have a community of people that you converse with and things like that. So, you, yeah, the the the, the lure of of, of uh, dating people or, uh, that you work with, and I know we've touched on it before in previous episodes, is again the familiarity. Like, work is such a huge part of your life, mm. and let's say you do have a significant other that doesn't work there, they wouldn't really understand all the nuances. You could tell them all day long about Sally and her craziness and <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sally. her antics and whatnot. But you know, like yeah. unless you know Sally, and even when you try to convey it to your spouse or somebody yeah. or your loved one, they're like, oh, okay. But the other thing too is like if you are single and you're around that person a lot, at least for a woman, it, you feel a little bit safer. It's like, it doesn't mean that they're not crazy, right, right. but you're like, okay, I see this guy every day or at least five days a week, all day long. It's like, I don't think he's a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, familiarity will always give you more comfort. Yeah. You just, you're just going to be more comfort. It's it's almost like that, that old saying, it's the devil, you know, versus the devil mm. that you don't. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'd, even if this isn't whatever, I'm comfortable with this because yeah. I know this, I understand this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. And so one of the stats, uh, and again, this is expectation mm. versus uh, reality, right? So let's just say you're new to online dating or let's just say you've been doing it for six months. Mm. I'm assuming that everybody that gets online, the expectation is they're going to meet somebody. Mm. Again, I don't. For me, I think it depends on where you're at. If you're going, if you're, if you have an online dating profile and you're dating, is it because you just want to be casual mm. or is it that you're looking for marriage? Yeah. Right. And I think those are the two extremes. Well, there might be friendship. Maybe that's even the further because yeah. you can, there's like uh Yeah. You can search for friendship yeah, on there. You, mm-hmm. Yeah. So depending on what you're looking for, in this case, I'm looking more romantic and let's just make the assumption that it's marriage. Okay. Right. So when I pull up the stat, <laughs> so again, uh-huh. 360 million, we're going to call it, right? Uh-huh. People looking for it. Out of those, yeah, uh, 13% of them, of the online dating, uh-huh. get engaged to get married. So I don't know what that is. I want to say it's like 100, no. It's so like, it's just, it's the going on there versus it working out. Right. Long-term. So in this case, in this case, if you're looking... If you're looking for somebody to marry, right? So you have a thirteen percent chance of finding someone online. Yes, if that's your ultimate goal, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's so hard, right? So they put a hundred of us; only thirteen are going to find. That's terrible. I mean, that's marriage, right? I think they have other stats about long-term relationships, but okay. You know, let's say half of those people are divorced already and they're just maybe looking to date. They're not looking to get married you again. You know, I think here's the other problem too 
or not a problem, but I think one of the dynamics that have changed. I'm not saying that our forefathers did not have standards. Uh-huh. They did. I just think it was different standards. Yeah. I don't think in some cases, especially the arranged marriages and stuff, it mm. had little or nothing to do whether or not you got along with that person. Right. It was just, let's say you were marrying to keep the family wealth mm. up, right? In mm. certain cultures, you did that, right? In Europe, they most certainly did it a lot, right? That's how they stayed, you know, whatever. But it had little or nothing to do whether or not you cared about that person, yeah. <laughs> whether you had chemistry or any of that stuff. And let's just say that, you know, even before then in the 1800s or 1900s or whatever, early 1900s, mm-hmm. obviously, um, again, the criteria was different. Yeah. I just need a guy that has a job. And the guy's like, I just need a woman, period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, obviously it's it's not that, but you know what I mean? I was just thinking when you were talking about like arranged marriages, because you could still fall under an expectation versus reality if like, because I've heard this, like some families, let's say that they've gone broke and they're hiding that information mm-hmm. and they're marrying their daughter off to this wealthy family to try to regain some wealth without them knowing. But right. let's say that the other family is also financially you know, unstable too. And then you come to that realization, like we married you guys off to keep the families wealthy, yeah. but both of them have no money. That's yeah. happened. I mean, yeah, that's, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. But what's interesting about that is... You need to ask for financials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put that on your dating app right there. I need to see your W-2s. Oh, Lord. Oh, your 1099s, I bet whatever. you there's some people that ask for that. I, I'm sure credit scores come up quite often. Don't they often. have those dating sites when you're looking? It's like findarichman.com or whatever. They do have that, and I think they have one that's based on your credit score, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That's crazy. I'd be at the top of the list. I mean... <laughs> But not, I mean, you take looks at the equation, you're just looking at credit score. Yeah. I'm in the high 800s, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. How high can it go? It's like 820 or something? Is uh, it I think it's 850. I think oh. it might have gone up to 900 at one point. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, wow. yeah. Let's just say yeah. I don't I don't pay bills late. I just don't do that. So. I don't know how. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be at the least attractive. <laughs> I just don't know how people could let bills just like... Just, sometimes they just forget, and it's like, sometimes they forget. Sometimes you yeah. just don't have the money, right? I yeah. mean, you know, if you if you you know, and everybody's situation is different. But if you ex- overextend yourself, I know some people that do have the money, but they still wait till it's past due. It, that's a you're not prioritizing yeah. like yeah. your task. Like, yeah, yeah. So that's crazy. yeah, you, you just don't know why. But it's like you have the money. But you know, and, and, and unfortunately, you know, jobs they put a lot of weight into that now. And I think mm. like insurance companies and stuff, they look at your credit history. Oh yeah, banking, employers, and all that. yeah. I don't know if yeah. it speaks to reliability. I mean, again, I don't know. I don't yeah. know why they look at it. Or Sometimes why they'll let you go too. Like, let's say you're working at um, a financial establishment, and let's say during that time you have a bankruptcy or something, they find out they can let you off for that. Yeah. Because yeah. you're kind of dealing with money or in that same realm. You may not be handling cash. Yeah. But no, yeah. But here's, here's what's so interesting because obviously stats are stats, right? Mm. You look at 13%. And I just think to myself, I don't know that I look at it the same way as everybody else does yeah. because it's a small percentage, right? So if we're talking about exclusivity, not what's common in, you know what I mean? Not, not what's readily available. Okay. Because if you think about it, right, if there's 360 million people on dating apps, let's just, and I don't know what the the ratio is, right? Mm-hmm. But let's just look at it from a male and female and, you know, the heterosexual 
uh, relationship that they're looking after, right? Half of them, they're looking for the same thing. There's two group of people that are looking for the exact same. It's like a man's looking for a woman, a woman's looking for a man. Mm. Got it. Why is it at 13%? If they're both looking for the same thing, why is it 13? And I have to, I have to think to myself, it's the filters that we're putting on there. Mm. It's, it's hard. So you think about that. So either if you're looking for, you know, and they say this all the time, like don't lower your standards. Like that's great. I good for you. Like you shouldn't, if you don't want to, you shouldn't, I'm not saying that you should, but Depending on what your standards are, just understand it's a very narrow group of men. Mm. Whatever your standard is, it has to be. It can't be just a common man or else you'd, you'd find that, just throw a rock and you'd find one. Yeah. Right? You see what I'm saying? I don't know if it's coming across yeah. uh, correctly, but it's like if if I'm looking for a woman and I say to myself, she has to be uh, X attractive, mm-hmm. X um, tall, mm-hmm. a X body figure, mm-hmm. um, intelligence needs to be this. Um, and even if you wanted to gauge it somehow, I don't know, but like caringness mm-hmm. and emotional and like all of these things that I put on there. And, and, and if I go even further, she has to have curly hair and it has to be dark and mm-hmm. we go and go and go. I'm, you know, like it's a great standard, whatever yours is, but now you've, you've narrowed yourself down to a, a small group right. of women. And even at then you still have to get along. Yeah, <laughs> That's just what you're looking. You, She has to be looking, that specific person mm-hmm. needs to be looking for the exact same thing that you are too. Yeah. So 13% is still kind of good. <laughs> Think about yeah. it, right? Because the woman that I described, I, I can't name, I don't know how many of those women I, I even know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Does yeah. that kind of make sense? Yeah, but it just made me think about like when you said the filter thing of like even makeup and stuff. I wonder if they'll ever have like a dating website where it's like Oh no you're, filters. Filters no, when you heard that. No filters and no makeup. It's just like for the females, it's just here's what I look like with no makeup on. And that's that's all that's on the site. <laughs> no makeup. I mean, the girls are still going to get swiped. Just FYI. I know, but, but I'm just saying, um, like the expectation versus the reality oh, part. When you do that, it takes that whole thing out. Some, some actually, some women do that on the yeah. on the profiles. They'll actually like this is me. Yeah, they'll actually <laughs> yeah they'll actually put the really cute ones, and then they put the ones with no makeup on or anything, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Because now you're seeing the different variations of yeah, what that so you're person not gonna be is going to look like. Yeah, because you do get surprised if, if yeah. they put their absolute best foot forward and those all the photos are like that. Mm. Then you see them in real Which person. Most people would. You're not going to put a terrible photo of yourself no, on I, your no, profile. I, I, but that's what that's what again. That's for me the logical side. Yeah. Sometimes you do because it's like, look, this is what I look like. So <laughs> let's not waste each other's time, yeah. so to speak. From a guy's yeah. perspective, it's like I don't want you to be disappointed. You're swiping on me. You should know what I look like up close. <laughs> and I don't wear makeup or use filters. So. Right. But as a man, you know when you're looking at women's profiles and you see someone who is, you can clearly see there's tons of makeup. Mm-hmm. You already know going in that like, okay, I need to have a maybe a lower expectation of what she's going to look like without makeup because I can visually tell that this isn't what she looks like. Yeah. And I've dated women too that that don't like to be around me without makeup. Like- you know, let's say it's morning time or whatever, they'll immediately jump in the in the bathroom and make themselves What's up. the goal long term for that? I, I don't know. I, you know, I, <laughs> like, I, I agree. I don't, I don't know. But I, but there are there are women out there that will, they don't like to. I wonder if it was back, that, back in them. the day, like, I don't know, let's say like the 30s or 40s or whatever. I feel like women, let's say the majority of women didn't work. They were at home. 
but they had to be full face makeup. I wonder if even their husbands really saw them much without makeup at all. I don't know. I mean, you know me, I'm all about, there should be a certain amount of mystery in any relationship. Yeah. You know, you don't want it to be, and you know people, don't get me wrong, but sometimes it's good to have a little mystery. But back then, I think men's expectation was more of you take care of the house, you take care of the kids and you need to look good because you don't work. I go out work all day long. That's the expectation. But Yeah, yeah. Um, This stat right here, and I don't even know why I... I don't even know why I covered this one here, <laughs> to be honest with you. But this data right here was a little interesting. It was uh, 54% of online daters in the U.S. say relationships that come from online dating are just as successful as ones that begin in person. So this one, I do remember this one now. Why? There was a time early on when I when I started dating that let's say you got into a long-term relationship with somebody that you met online. Uh-huh. It was almost... You didn't want to say that that's how you Oh, met. yeah. It was very taboo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like everybody was expecting of how you guys met. Yeah. Organically. Yeah. 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 Like you was in the, in the airport terminal yeah. or you're in the grocery store or you're at church. Somebody introduced you from a friend. I remember like, the first time I tried dating apps, it was in 2006 or something like that. And I remember, I don't know why, but I was embarrassed to tell people that I was on a dating app. Yeah. You yeah. guys today, you don't know how good you have it. It's like, <laughs> it was shameful back then. Yeah. But what I think what we've realized now is that doing it in person yeah. is much harder. Yeah, it is. Because A, the scenario playing out, you go up to, to somebody Hey, how you doing? You introduce yourself. Hey, you don't know if she's looking. Yeah. You don't know if she's in a relationship at the moment. Um, you don't know anything. Yeah. Right. And so you're going up, you're taking a shot, and you don't even know if she's gonna lie to you. Maybe she just doesn't like you. Yeah. Maybe she's looking for a person, but not you. <laughs> yeah. So you know what I mean? Like now you've struck out, now you gotta go back, do the walk of shame, try it again, try it again, try it again. It can weigh on you. Whereas yeah. the dating app, it's like we're all here for I Some can get sort of rejected connection. in the privacy of my own home. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, get, getting it over the phone is not as painful as in yeah. person, obviously, right? Um, yeah. Because that happens to you. They give you a look, they look you up and down, and then in that few seconds, sorry, it's not going to happen. <laughs> but, but I think it's really cool it, how we've embraced, embraced it. I think it's yeah, really cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think now, again, if you're looking for the same thing and you find somebody online, it's okay to say you you yeah. you met online. It's like totally it's not, normal now. There's so many people do it. Yeah. It's <laughs> such a weird I've never even thought about that, like how it used to be. Yeah. You had to be secretive. I used to which whenever I would date somebody, I would be like, Hey, let's make up a story. <laughs> That's a good idea. It's like a group of ninjas were trying to mug yeah. you and then I showed up with my nunchucks and I guess it would be good up. if you were like uh, casually meeting people. Let's say you went to a party or something. And if you're really that ashamed, yeah, you probably have like a, a fake story at the ready. <laughs> you have to, man. Well, we met at the park. She had a Dalmatian. I had right. a Dalmatian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was fate. Uh, or I sent a text to a number and they changed it. And I've heard that's actually Oh, yeah. I've heard that too. <laughs> and then they get together yeah. and blah, blah, blah. What are the odds of that happening though? That's got to be crazy. I, I, I don't know, but I've seen like on, um, I don't know if it was Buzz News or something. I forgot what it was, but... Um, where there was a picture and they were like at an amusement park oh, and like 
like they took a picture with their stroller and then in the background somebody else in the stroller and it turns out that that other person yeah. was their future spouse and Most, stuff. Things that happened like that for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, but again, it's a very small percentage yeah. of, of people. But I've been in situations where um, we've been around the same people and we knew some of the same people and just never met. Yeah. And then we do meet and you're like, oh, like, you know that person? Like, yeah, I know that person. It's like, oh. Hmm. So when That's sometimes a little scary too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. you don't know how that other person knows them. You know what I mean? Like right. maybe, you know what I mean? Because you didn't know. Yeah. But they know. So they might be like, oh, you're dating so-and-so. Yeah. And they give you that look. Yeah. Like, remember that story yes. I told you about how yeah, I exactly. met that guy? <laughs> and I, I used to work with his ex and I didn't know when I right. met him like years later. That's exactly. crazy. Exactly. So, I mean, you just don't know. And, and nothing's worse than that. Like sometimes when your reputation precedes you, it's not a good thing. Mm. It's not a good thing. You know what I mean? Like if you if you meet, let's say you're talking to your buddy or whatever, uh, and you're new, so you you just became friends, but they lived there all their life, and then mm-hmm. you tell them I met this girl, and you're like, oh, dude, like back in the day, uh-huh. you don't know. Ooh, I got some stories. Uh, like Chase and Amy, you ever seen Chase and Amy? No. No. Oh, you ever watch it? It's, it's it. That's what ends up happening. Mm. Is that he didn't know about her. He ended up liking her, but like everybody knew about her reputation. Mm. And he had to deal with with that. <laughs> People change, man. People change. They do, they do. But that's what I'm saying. Like when it precedes you like that. Yeah. Oof, yeesh. But um, another statistic that I saw on here, uh, 26% of online daters aren't looking for a commitment. Mm. That's the hard part. I know that people lie on their profiles. I'm positive that they do. But yeah. that's really the downside. If you're really just looking to have fun with no commitment... You should really, now this is, again, I'm torn, you know, I say this, mm. but I really am torn because sometimes like a person like me, I'm not really looking for anything. I just mm. want to see where things go. Yeah. If it turns into a relationship, great. If it doesn't, that's fine too. But I don't try to force things, yeah. if that makes sense, you know what I mean? Just because just because I want something doesn't mean it's going to happen. Right. So for me, I like to be in the present, just go out, let's see. Because it could be that situation, maybe she's not looking for anybody. But then I stopped her dead in her tracks and all of a sudden she's like, I wasn't thinking about, you know, getting with somebody, but. I think that happens, but the maliciousness of putting on your profile, like, yeah, I want to get married and this and that. And then let's say you meet someone and you're kind of dating for a while. And then they say like, yeah, or maybe even the first date you finally meet up and they're like, yeah, I don't ever want to get married. It's like, but your profile said this and they're like. (laughs) I, yeah, you know know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so malicious. Like, like you said, just like say what you feel. And if there's an option on there that says like, I'm not looking for this per se, but if we click, then I'm open to that. Right. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, and here's the thing, because wanting something, especially that, right? So it's a dating app. So you're obviously there to make a connection of some sort. Mm. I don't know what that is, right? It's, It's up to everybody. But I would say people need to be very careful, um, especially if they're, and it's hard, but if if they're not in the right mind space, if you will, mm-hmm. let's say they've just gone through a breakup and they're emotional and they just don't want to be alone, which mm-hmm. is completely understandable. I, I get where they're coming from. You just have to be very careful going online when you're in that emotional state mm-hmm. because there's a vulnerability that goes along with it. And sometimes these people will prey on your vulnerability. Yeah. And I don't just mean men, by the way. Um, saying, you know, like a woman's vulnerable, she's just got divorced, she's emotional, and it's like, oh, that's going to be yeah, it's gonna be an easy target right there. It's like, yeah, it is. 
And the reverse for a guy that's been divorced, maybe he's been, his ego's hurt or whatever. Mm. And he goes on there and, you know, there's a woman and there's like, I'm going to take advantage of that. Like, hey, take me out, take me out to dinner, this, that. And he's yeah. like, yes, I want companionship. So yeah. let's go to the fanciest place that we can go. And she's like, hey, I need money. <laughs> and it's like, all right, how much do you need? You know what I mean? But they're, they're in a vulnerable spot. Yeah. And so I think one thing that I would suggest to people is that just if you're going to get on online, just be not too vulnerable or do mm-hmm. your best. If you're, in, if you're in a state where it's really not a good idea, it's hard yeah. because the notion is I want to be with somebody. I don't want to be by myself kind of thing. And I get it, but just be careful because that's when people will take that advantage of That takes a of lot me. of restraint to like after a breakup, I mean, God, the despair. I mean, you're so lonely and it's so hard to te- logically, you know, I need to give myself some time, but to do that is so hard. Yeah, yeah. Because again, the expectation is I'm going to find my soulmate. Like yeah. I've just gotten my heart destroyed. Now I'm looking for somebody and that's my expectation. The reality is there are people out there that are going to take advantage of Right. What I try to do time. like after a breakup is I really try to reach out to my friends and family to kind of fulfill that loneliness that I know that I'm right. going to feel. It's like, okay, well maybe I see my family once a month. Now I see them twice a month. Like mm-hmm. just doing things like that, it's yeah. still it still hurts, but like... If I'm going out with my friends every weekend, I'm less likely to be crying in my, you know, bowl of ice cream. Yeah, and it happens to both. I've talked to women before when they tell me that guys get really clingy on the first date. Like they're already talking marriage on the first date. And when a woman does it or when a man does it, for me, if a woman does it to me on our first date and she's already talking marriage, yeah, it's going to scare me away a little bit. Yeah. Because there's no way that you would know who I am on a couple hours of us interacting with one another. Do they say, like, I can see myself marrying you? Kind of, sort of, yeah. Yeah. And guys (laughs) guys do that too. Guys do that too. I've talked to this one uh, friend of mine and she was telling me that, yeah, like their first date, he was already taking selfies together and posting them on Snapchat. This was the first date. Yeah, Aww. it was pretty creepy. I wonder what his story was. I don't know, but obviously he was not in the like. Because some guys, some guys do that just so their profiles, like social media, is filled with all these beautiful women that he's like taking a photo with. So like, I remember there's like people I know from my past, like school, that it's like sometimes you go to their profile and it's like they're in a hot tub with some beautiful women. And it's just like, I know this is fake. I know your situation. This is not it. You know, you're just. (laughs) And and, you know what the funny part about it, especially, you know, looking at it from the lens of expectation is like everybody has their expectation. Even the guys that want to swindle people or the the people that want to swindle people. Yeah. um, They're still going in with that expectation. Right. Right. And then the reality is, or let's say they're looking for a legitimate, you know, relationship. That's the expectation. But that's where you have to really be cautious because yeah. just because you're looking for that doesn't mean that the other people on the other end are looking for that. Yeah. So for a guy that's like, hey, I'm just looking for some casual, and in my head, so are they. It's like, yeah, maybe not. Even if their profile says something casual, they yeah. might also be lying to themselves too. Do you think some people put a certain uh, thing that they're looking for online because they're afraid that they may not get as many options of people wanting to try to get to... Let's yes. say that you... Um, but let's say that you are looking for something, mm-hmm. but you notice that when you put you're looking for something casual, you get more hits, let's say. Yeah. And it's like, but that's not really what you want. You you are looking for a relationship. Do you just hide Sometimes. the truth Sometimes. and just hope that she catches that same feeling? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, it happens in even, uh, even if they meet organically. 
Yeah. The, the woman might say, hey, look, I just want to be your friend or whatever. Yeah. But if in his mind he's like, oh, I can change her. <laughs> She'll eventually fall in love with me if she sees yeah. how great a person I am. Or get in the I friend am. zone. Yeah, or, or whatever the case, right? But they still pursue it. And maybe it does work out for them. I don't know, right? But yeah. but the point being is that it's it's dangerous whenever you're not being true to yourself, right? It's like if you're not looking for that and they've already told you that they don't see you in that light. Yeah. Don't torture yourself. Like, yeah. why would you do that to yourself? It's only going to end in tears and it's going to be you crying at the end. But you can't even get mad at them because they told you from the get-go. But again, you're fighting your emotion and your emotion is telling you, I can change this person. They're going to want to be with yeah, me. Yeah, well, it's it's the expectation. They've already told you that they don't. But you're still holding on to the hope that you can change them and that you guys will be together. And this this translates into... I mean, it goes deeper, mind you, because yeah. this is expected. I'm doing online dating, but, you know, these are just stats. But sometimes you get into a marriage and you know that that person is the way that they are. But the expectation is I can change them. Yeah. I know I can change them. Just just if we, we interact with another, if I can talk him into it or vice versa, he might be thinking I can change her. I can change her and I can change her ways and... And, you know, I know that she does that now, but just, she just needs to be married. And when she's married, it's going to change everything and she's going to be a totally different person. And you'll see, you'll see, we'll, we'll, I'll fix her, right? Yeah. Or I'll fix him. It rarely ever works. <laughs> rarely ever works. Yeah. It makes me this sad. I don't know if you were planning on going into like expectations of marriage in general. Sure, but like it's really sad when I see, um, and I'm old enough now and I've seen enough marriages to know that marriage isn't easy yeah. and I know it's hard and it's a lot of compromise and there's going to be ups and downs and hard conversations and blah, blah, blah. And at the end yeah. of the day, it may not work out, but people who either don't have any experience with it or have never, or they're young or whatever, they still think that like, oh, marriage is going to be so amazing. And maybe mm-hmm. it is for a small amount of people. Let's mm-hmm. say I'm not trashing on all marriage, but like sure. the expectation typically is like it's going to be amazing. And then when it's not, it's really hard on that person. It is. And, and you know what I've seen the most common, the most common mistake that I see when it comes to that specific scenario is that, you know, you talk to anybody and they say, yeah, you know, um, Especially if they've never, I'm going to take somebody that's younger, that's never been married, but Mm -hmm. yet they've heard that it's difficult. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I know it's going to be difficult. Marriages are difficult. This then, The problem is they don't understand that the difficult part is the stuff that you do, you dread addressing. Mm -hmm. It's that stuff that's going to be difficult. Like it's one thing to say difficult. I think when, because most people have this um, confidence and don't get me wrong, they have gone through difficult things and they've survived it. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, you know, I ran a marathon, right? Mm-hmm. So I trained for it and, you know, I, I did it and then it was difficult. It was hard, but I did it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, so now I can do anything. It's like, no, you can't because the, what, what you're going to, what you're going to bump into the difficult part when you get in marriage, it's the stuff that you don't see coming. Yeah. It's the stuff that you don't even want to address yeah. it's the things that you have put off in your life that never have to deal with ever that's what's going to creep up it's not the easy stuff it's not yeah. like running because that's a physical i'm not saying it's easy but i would say in my life the emotional challenges that i've had versus the physical ones yeah. it's not even a comparison but even then with the marathon you're you're going towards this amazing goal and it's like this is what you want you're like yay right, right. but like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, marriages. There's no goal. You're right. It's it's a dynamic. It keeps on going. Yeah. Like it's a constant 
yeah. relationship. And I think you're... the other thing too, when young people say something's going to be difficult, if you don't have enough life experiences with different types of difficult things, right. how do you know what to base that off of? It's like, yeah, this right. math test was difficult. Like, right. okay, when you're 35, that's the least of your concerns. Did right. I did I ace this math? No, you don't care about right. that. Right. I mean, I'll give you even one that, I mean, I'll give you a couple of them. Let's just say for the sake of argument, you start up a family and or or you're thinking about starting up a family and the other person says, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. But you love them to death and you're married. And you think that you could change them because it's yeah. like, I think I could change them and I think I can convince them to have it. And now you're in marriage and they're like, no, I'm not budging. I don't want to have that could be difficult. Yeah. That's the difficult part. Like yeah. it's, it's not the easy or part. Or if you have a children that have, you know, some kind of disability, like it's hard. Like it's exactly. And you don't think about that when you're like, I want to have this family and you think yeah. it's going to be this perfect whatever and it's all fun. It's almost impossible and, to yeah. foresee the difficult parts right. that you're going to run into. Right. Um, it could be that somebody has a personality and maybe let's, let's say they like being very flirty. Mm. And now they're married and it's like, you don't like it. You never yeah. did, mind yeah. you, but you just thought, well, now we're married. So they're going to cut that out yeah. and they haven't. They're still very flirty and, you know, they're, whether it's a guy or a girl, they're flirting with other people and it's making you feel a certain it's kind hard. of way. Yeah. Then you tell them, it's like, hey, I don't like it. And they're like, look, I'm not going to change for you. Sorry. That now what do you do? Yeah. Right? It's like, well, you, you know, remember when you were saying it was hard? Yeah. Because you can't get divorced part. for everything. It's like there's right. going to be things. Exactly. I mean, that's what I think you have to figure out what your actual deal breakers are. If your deal breakers are, I can't cheat, you can't beat me, whatever. Okay, cool. That's probably the majority of people. But yeah, I mean, and couples too, the people who go into a relationship and let's say it's really good in the beginning because it typically is. Yeah. And then you get like a year in and let's say some things start happening. It's like... If you're not prepared for that, you just break up and then you never get through the hard parts because yeah. you're like, this is too hard. And it's like, yeah, bro, like that's what relationships right. are. Right. They're hard. Yeah. So you can ask the same person because, again, we know now that statistically, what is it, like 50% of marriages don't work. I think so it's right. more now. It, it probably is, but yeah. let's just stick with 50 for right okay. now, right? <laughs> so the expectation is I'm going to be the 50 that makes it. But the reality is if you and your friend got married, you know, and y'all both got married in the same year, one of you are not going to make right. it. That's the reality. You hope it's not you, but... You hope it's not you, but that's what I'm saying. Whatever your expectation is, yeah. because you can't, you don't... For me, marriage, yeah, it's going to sound bad. I've always thought, I don't know why we have a contract for life when it comes to marriage. Yeah. If if we had a contract for like a year or two, that would make sense that you, you're able to renew your mm -hmm. year. Because then it makes you like, okay, at the end of this year, I have a decision to make. Do I right. want to stay with this person or do I not? And it's like, if and, and you made the commitment for a year, it's like, okay, I'm in it for another year. And then at the end of that year, you could be like, you know what? I think we reached our end. Yeah. Like I'm not, and the other person might not like it, but at least let's say you have the urge to go out and mess around. Yeah. You know, if I can just make it till I got three more months left on my contract. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, uh, we can divorce and I can do it guilt-free and go do my thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know that's foolish to think of, but for me, it's like when you do it for life, there's uh, a, I take my commitment seriously. So once you make a commitment, you should honor it. But now it's a legal binding mm. contract that you have and it's for life and yeah. it's harder to untangle Whereas if you do it, if you renew it year after year after year, yeah. um, it might make it easier because then at the end of that, you can fulfill your obligation and then move on. I know it's not going to work, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think about that and it's just, I think that's a one flaw yeah. 
of it is that having to be there for the entire year is difficult. Yeah. Well, the other thing too with expectations, like when you get married, let's say you get married and you're 20, the people are going to change throughout their lifetime. So your expectation of that person, let's say that you are basing it off of, okay, this is how he is. Mm -hmm. I've accepted that flaws and all. And then 10 years later, he starts to change. And then Mm -hmm. like maybe over time, it's like, this isn't the guy that I fell in love with or whatever. So again, it's that same thing of you're expecting this because you're basing it off. Here's the facts here. How this is how he is, but that could change too. It could, it could. So you never really know. You have to go into really any relationship. I mean, if you're like, okay, whenever it is for you, you decide to commit, let's say it's a year. It's like, okay, we've been together for a year. I'm going to commit that I'm going to do everything for this relationship. I'm not talking about marriage, just like whatever. You're going to have to go through those hard parts and you're going to need someone who's equally wanting to go through that with you. Right. Because, I mean, if you're not willing to go through the hard stuff. And the other part too is is here's the the other difficult part is that when I'm with somebody, I'm going to love them a certain way and the expectation is they're going to love me back the exact same way and that's not always how it works. Yeah. It just doesn't, you know, we've gone, we've gone through the love languages and we've done that. Yeah. And we know now that if I, the way I love somebody doesn't mean that they're going to love me the exact same way. And I think that's what the disconnect, it doesn't mean that they love me less, is that they're loving me differently. I fall in that trap all the time. I, I, I always do. think that like someone's going to treat me the same way I'm treating them, but it's not, I cannot get that through my mind. <laughs> like <laughs> stop expecting them to be nice to you just because you're nice to them doesn't mean anything. No, it does not. No, it does not. That's why, you know, when opposites attract, like I can see the allure because they're different from you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it could it could counterbalance you for sure. Yeah. Um, in, you know, the way you do things, right? But that doesn't necessarily translate into the way they're going to love you is the way you love them, right? Yeah. So again, for instance, let's say um, like, you know, I pay my bills late, you know, not because I don't have the cash, but just because I just, um, I'm forgetful. Yeah. It's not at the top of my priority. And then I meet somebody and she is. Mm-hmm. And she likes to pay things on. Okay, that would be her thing, right? And Or, you know, again, in that same scenario, she doesn't, you know, she's not mechanically inclined, doesn't really care about doing stuff, but I do. Yeah. And so when you need something fixed, I'm right there for you. So you like paying the bills, you can take that over. I don't, so I'm okay relinquishing that. And you don't fix things, but I love fixing things. I can fix that. Get that. Yeah. Then opposites do attract in those situations. But again, if for me, I'm a very touchy feely kind of guy and she's not, and she just does not want to be cuddled mm-hmm. the way I like to cuddle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's been attack on cuddlers. But <laughs> there has been. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if if I like to cuddle and she doesn't, that could be problematic for me. Because now it's like, okay, I love you and I show my affection by holding you and touching you, you don't feel comfortable with that. My expectation is that you should. Now we've got a problem. That's when opposites really don't attract. And I wouldn't even say opposites, but just the way they express their love is different. And that's why I'm saying I've been been taking a task a couple of times because, again, I don't love them the same way that in the same manner, let's say, not the same way, but the same manner that they express it. Yeah. And then they look at me like, well, you don't love me. And I was like, of course I do. Like, yeah. I know what's in my heart. I know what I am doing. Yeah. But it's not translating to you. So you're equating that it's not. And no matter what you do mm-hmm. to try to explain that, they don't. They're like, no, no, because I know that this is the way 
I like it and I do it. So you're not doing it that way. So clearly you don't love me. It's like, no. I hear that a lot with like some of my girlfriends in the past of before they got married, they're like, I'm looking for a man to take care of me, you know, and there's nothing wrong with feeling that or wanting that. But then you get married. Let's say your dream is you don't want to work. You just want to stay at home with your kids and you're looking for a man to take care of you. If you have that high expectation that he's going to be able to provide all that and then you choose somebody and let's say they lose their job or something, you know what I mean? You're setting these just, I don't want to say it's unrealistic, but like you don't know what anyone else is going to do. You don't know what's going to happen to them or anything like that. So going into marriage, which is the most important thing that you can do in a relationship and having that kind of expectation that like, oh yeah, he's going to take care of me. You don't know that. Yeah. And you see it all the time when they get divorced and these women are like, I don't have a location. I have no money saved. What do I do now? Sure. I mean, look, you know, back into the, back to the analogy of running a marathon. Here's the other bit that gets lost with the expectation versus reality is that whatever expectation that you have, you almost have to bake into it what you're going to have to sacrifice to get that. Yeah. And most people don't. It's right. like, I want, this is my expectation, but like in a marathon, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So my expectation is to run a marathon. It's like, okay, great. Do you think you're just going to go right now as is and mm-hmm. go run that marathon? Have you ever ran them? Do you run often? No, but that's what I want. That's what I expect. It's like, well, you do understand. Mm-hmm. You got to train for this. You got to yeah. learn how to run. You got to learn how to breathe. You got, you know, there's so many things you have to practice. You have to, you know, you know, slowly work your way up, whatever the training entails. Mm -hmm. And then you will get your goal. Yeah. But you can't just expect to do it and just get up one day and just go run 26 miles without any kind of training, breathing or anything. Mm -hmm. Like you can, but you're going to be sadly disappointed because the reality is that you need to do all that. And I think with online dating and or marriage, let's say for both people, it's like if you ask them what they expect in that marriage, well, I expect a loving person I expect this, I expect that. And you ask them both, it's like, okay, what are you willing to sacrifice to get that? Yeah. Because you can't just say, well, I'm just going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> you know, if you're expecting that. Now, again, if the two people aren't on the same page, and so we get into the granular and I'm like, I'm expecting my wife to hug me and cuddle with me. And she's like, well, I'm expecting not to. You might want to have a chat about that. Because yeah. that might be that might be something that you're going to bump into. Because let's say I would do want to be with this person and I'm not a cuddler. But that person, I really do care about them. I really do love them. It might make me uncomfortable, but, you know, I might be like, you know what? I'm willing to do it Mm -hmm. because I love that person so much. Right. And I want that. I want them to be happy. I want this to be a workout as a marriage. And maybe they do things that they might not ordinarily do, but they're doing it because they love me. So they're giving something up. So the expectation comes with what are you willing to do to get that? It's not always baked in. You know, again, it's like I expect to be a lawyer when I grow up or I expect to be a writer. It's like, okay, what does that look like? Mm. You know, how do you think you're going to get there? (laughs) And so for a person like for a guy, for instance, if he's looking for a very beautiful woman and and let's say he's looking for beauty, he's looking for emotional intelligence, caring, loving, all these things. It's like, okay, you need to be the dude that would attract a woman like that and vice versa. Yeah. If she's looking for a guy and she has all these this criteria, mm-hmm. it's like, well, you need to be the woman that a guy like that would be attracted to. Yeah. Whatever that entails. And I so, see the same thing with like women's bodies, how they change after childbirth. And 
I've heard married men complaining about that. Yeah. It's the same thing as like, did you really expect that this person's <laughs> body was going to be the same after giving birth to another human? Like, uh, it's absurd. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it's completely <laughs> absurd, but, you know, it does happen. From oh, time I know. Time, That's what I'm saying. I've heard difficult. it firsthand. Yeah, it's just it's, terrible. It's like, come on, it's bro. Like, yeah. It's not the norm. For sure. It's not the norm. But I mean, I have seen women that, you know, after childbirth and they might have three or four of them and just look absolutely amazing. Yeah, but and that's good for the them. exception, not Ex- the rule. Exactly. But do you think that's... <laughs> that's the expectation. <laughs> is like that, no, is part kidding. of that based on social media? Like, let's say before the internet. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they did. Because men still believe that a woman is supposed to be a certain fit a certain whatever even after all that so i guess internet really isn't anything no to do with that. but 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 women make the same mistake too you know they look at the the heroes on on the, in the movies and they're like look at patrick swayze he's rough and tough but he's also <laughs> kind and look at that sensitive. hair it's feathered yeah well that's what i'm saying like it's like he's this masculine guy mm. and he knows how to fight and he knows you know like he's one he don't mess around but at the same time he's He's kind and gentle. Yeah. And it's like, if your expectation is you're going to get a guy that can turn it on and off whenever, like this is a movie. So the same thing with you is like, yeah, you for guys, they look at it and they say, okay, my expectations are still going to look the same after having three or four kids. Like, no, but women need to reality check too. It's like, you want a guy that's super aggressive when it's time and then super gentle when that's time and to be able to turn it off and only when I want you to do it. I'm sorry, it's not going to work like that. Yeah. I mean, if he's just a tough, I'm not saying that tough guys don't be, can't get vulnerable, but it's just like to find that perfectness of that, right? And, and when you need that, you can't expect that. Just like a guy shouldn't expect a, a, for anybody to have the same body figure forever. Yeah. It's, it's not going to happen. We talked about that, I think in like the rom-com episode, it's just like what we see on TV and it's, I'm not saying... That men don't do it, but I've heard the majority of women, it's more that like they see these movies and just to your point, they're like, oh, this guy's sensitive and he's tough and he's rich and this and that. And you're thinking that that's the norm. Your life isn't like that. And the thing about it is guys can be like that. But we're going to have our bad days too, just right. like everybody else. I'm just saying, looking and, at a rom-com thinking that's what your life right, is right. going to be. That's why for me, movies in general, this is why I like movies. I know we, we disagree about it, right? Because yes, it's all fictional, right? For the most part. But sometimes they're more real than actual real. In other words, like that's the archetype that you're looking for, mm-hmm. whether it's the the protagonist or whether it's a male or female, like that's what you're looking for. Yeah. And it, but, but it's hard to be that all the time right? because we're human, we're flawed. And that you see that in shows now, uh, and not to go too far, right. But in shows and characters, you see that they make mistakes. Whereas yeah. before they were perfect. you look at the old Superman and the old Superman, like he never made any mistakes mm. ever. He always did the right thing. And it's like, he's perfect. He's perfect <laughs> in everything that he does. He's perfect. He says the right thing. He does, he does the right things all the time. He's perfect. And now what we're seeing is like, it's not that simple. Mm. There is more complexity to it. And sometimes, sometimes good people do bad things yeah, uh, and vice versa. Sometimes bad people do good things and, you know, it's, it's not as black and white as, yeah. as you might think. It's, it's, it's a whole bunch of different things, but yeah, expectations. Yeah. I mean, look, even you get married and you expect you're going to be married forever. 
Yeah, you expect that they're not going to cheat on you. I mean, but, you know, I mean any it happens. It, any, you know, you, even if it's not as extreme as cheating, but you expect that you're going to be married to this person. Yeah. But the reality of it is, is that you could grow apart and you don't, maybe you don't, neither one of you want to put forth effort in trying to make that relationship work. Yeah. Whatever brought you together, I mean, you had your time. I remember watching uh, a movie, Colors, and this is so interesting. And it always stuck out of my mind, but it's... um. Uh, it's got Robert Duvall and Sean Penn, and Robert Duvall plays the archetype of the old cop that knows everything. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's been around, he's wise, he's seen the streets. He, he and, and Sean Penn is this rookie, right? Just mm-hmm. got in there. He's, you know, he's he's all gun ho. Like I'm gonna go catch the bad guys, and it's gonna be <laughs> cops and robbers. And he tells him because he's talking about like marriage, and he's level setting his expectations. And he's like, sometimes marriages don't work out. Mm-hmm. It's not anybody's fault. It just doesn't work out. And that was the sentiment, you know, I guess, I, I think that movie came out in the 80s or 90s, but that's that was a reality. We didn't, we didn't blame people. Like nowadays you see people blaming other people. Like, well, that person did that. Like if you ask the guy, he'll tell you all the bad things. The reason they broke up is because of her. Mm-hmm. And if you ask her, she's going to tell you the reason they got divorced was because of him. And they blame, and then sometimes it's not a blame thing. It just doesn't work out. Yeah. And sometimes that happens. Um, and you can tell a lot in conversations on first dates for me when that happens. And I think it's part of their, you know, they expected it to happen. It didn't happen. And now they're saying, well, it didn't happen, not because of me, because of them. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's whatever expectations you set on them, yeah. they weren't able to meet it. Well, I can look back can't. on certain relationships in my past, and you're right. Like sometimes it's just you just weren't meant to be with that person. It's not really like a significant event happened. Like everything was perfect. And this one Mm -hmm. thing happened. It's just like, well, I'm not with that person for a reason. And it just wasn't meant to be. And that's okay. Yeah. Sometimes it just doesn't work out, man. (laughs) Sometimes it just doesn't work out. And when it doesn't, it doesn't. But in most relationships, I think it's not, it's not one thing. Yeah. Even if it was a a traumatic event, and I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, but it can't be just that one thing. Right. Because if it was, you can get past it. Yeah. Whatever it is, for the most part, you should be able to get past it. Yeah. But it's a one thing, but it's very rarely it's the same thing, thing with jobs. Like if you decide to change careers or something, or let's say you go to a new job and you hate it, mm-hmm. you you go over there expecting that more money means you're going to be happier and things like exactly. that. I mean, yeah. that's not always the case. Nope. It does. Typically no, not. not. <laughs> no, in most cases not. Yeah. Money won't solve that problem, but mm. you know. Um, so another statistic that I thought was, um, interesting, and this is also going to probably sting a little bit, but, Uh-oh. um, uh, 19% of online daters or uh, dating users talk to 11 or more people. 11? 11 or more people. Now this is 19%, right? Okay. So that's a, that's a small group okay. and 11 is quite significant. Yeah. But I will say this much. I think for the majority of people whether it's a guy or a girl, I would venture to say, and obviously I don't have the statistic, that when you're on online dating, you're probably going to be talking to two or three people right. at any given time. Right. And that's the other expectation because I've, it's hard. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm on the dating site and I'm dating two women at the same time, mm. again, I don't know, and we've had somewhat this conversation before, but is there an ethical or moral obligation that I have to let them know that I'm dating other people? Or mm. is the expectation that, well, you found me on online dating, so you, you kind of should, should already know 
that I'm dating, you shouldn't assume or expect that you're the only person that I found on this dating I've been in situations where that same thing is like you kind of talking to a few people and you would think that they would know, but no, the guys were like, what do you mean you're, I'm like, what? Like, I'm not with you. We're casually like hanging out. Like you can assume, like you said, if you're online dating, you can assume they're probably talking to a few people or meeting up with a few people. Right. But sometimes they get upset about that. Right. So let's just say you're dating, you go on a date with somebody and they're like, yeah, it's like, are you dating anybody else? And like, yeah, of course I'm, I'm dating a a few other women. They might say, well, you know what? It's not going to work out. It's just based on their personal preference, what your guidelines are. So for me, I would say by the third date, tell me if you like me or not. Like if you like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. After three dates, it's like, you know, if you like me or not, if you do, let's just date each other and see where this can go. Right. For sure. But that's what I'm saying. The expectations should not go in there that they're going to be the only ones. And then when you find out that you're not, yeah, like that's your expectation is that I'm the only person. But the reality is, no, they have like two or three other What if you're like, <laughs> okay, what if you're dating someone, let's say for six months and you never had that conversation because you both, ass- or you assumed after six months, I should be the only one. And then you find out then are you saying the blame's on you because you didn't clarify? I, you know, the- I, I don't, I, that's what, that's, that's my point. Yes, I think it is that. And I think you have to be very careful, right? Because again, if you're going out with this person, if that conversation hasn't been expressed, mm. then at six months, you can't get mad if you find out he's been dating other people. What if you're engaged and then you find out? Well, she was that's saying, different. That's, but you didn't have the discussion. No, no. But it's that's like, well, you clearly, marry me. That's clearly different, Robbie. Some people may okay, think like until enough. some people may think until you say I do, that means I'm free game. Well, you know, there there was a time there was a time when you know when life was slower. Let's mm. call it right when you would even then you would be able you would probably date two or three people at a time. But there was something about it once you started focusing your attention on one person and yeah. you went out on a. And I don't know if it's an American thing because I don't think some Europeans might not do it, but we do have that talk. Mm. And it's like, okay, you know, without sounding too cheesy, you know, mm. it's like, okay, so we're a couple now, right? You be my girlfriend. Right, exactly. You want to be my girlfriend? It's like, yeah. Do you, so I think it is important to to at least um, make sure you're on the same page. Mm. Let's call it that, right? Because if not, you can be sadly disappointed. Especially if he's like, because uh, I think of the bridesmaids uh-huh. and and it's like, he was mean about it, right? But when he left her on the side of the road, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're number three here <laughs> or whatever <laughs> on yeah. my list, which I don't think he really said before. And I don't think she expected that she was the only one. <laughs> like, I think that was pretty I clear mean, to her. Kind of, but you know what I mean? But I think that was part of it. She didn't want to have that conversation either. Yeah. Because it's like, it's going to ruin so hot. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the expectation for her was I can change this guy. John Hamm. Yeah. John, well, I mean, who wouldn't want to change for John Hamm? But I'm just saying, right? He's, he's, you know, she was probably thinking if I do all these things, he will come around and I'll be the only one. And that was the expectation versus reality, which is, hey, I, he's I John Hamm. I, I want to see you. I, I want you to leave, but I don't want to sound like a jerk about yeah. it. <laughs> That's the reality of it, you know? So. Um, I would not go back to a guy who said that to me. That would be the I mean, last time. It depends time. on how no, good looking that guy is. Not for me. That'd be. be the last time you see my face. I don't know, man. If it was like The Rock or somebody, you might put up with it for a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Momoa. Yeah, Jason Momoa. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, (laughs) 
You've convinced me. <laughs> I'm just saying it's exception. You know, never okay, say okay. never. You know what I mean? But uh, but nevertheless. Um, so just a couple of other stats, you know, we're probably not going to get to all of them, but uh, 28% of men and 34% of women meet matches in person for at least one date. So mm. once they match, that seems about right, yeah. to be honest with you, because there's some people You that know are, on the first date, and you're like, okay. Well, but I'm just saying, like, you start chatting them up, mm. and it's messages. First it starts on the dating app, then it might go into text, and sometimes it doesn't, just during the dating app, mm-hmm. it fizzles out. Mm-hmm. Other times you go to text message and it fizzles out. Mm-hmm. Other times you see it all the way through and eventually you go out on a date. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Honestly, the stats that I'm looking at is about right for me. Mm-hmm. Like out of, out of if I get 10 hits, right. three of them I'll probably end up meeting in right. person. The other ones would just fizzle out that one way sense. or the other. And And most of the time it's because either they're busy or I'm busy or... Really, there was no even chemistry even during the text. But you have that expectation going in. If you're talking to a girl, a couple of girls through the app, you know that the majority of them you're not going to meet. It's just you yeah. are hopeful, yeah. but you know. Usually, you know, it's, it's, and I know this is not about the online dating, but you kind of have to gauge when to give them your number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, sometimes, like, you kind of know even if you give it to them, they're not going to call you. Just because of the conversation, it's mm. very light. And then why give it to them on the hopes? That's it. You take your shot. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's that, right? Sometimes let's say, you know, you haven't had an opportunity because it's text messaging. If you're not good at text messaging, you might think to yourself, well, you know, meeting me in person is much better. Yeah. Like you get the the full, my personality. Mm-hmm. The, the way full I, flavor. Right, right. Versus texting, like that's an art in and of itself. Mm. And if you don't know how to do that, which some guys don't, but they're good conversationalist, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, uh, so women are most likely to care about profile information than men. So they do read it. Unfortunately, I don't think they, they put a lot of stuff on there. <laughs> uh, 29% of online dating users meet. Uh, right away, so those are the that does happen from time to time too, yeah. where you have like a few exchanges and then let's cut all the BS. Yep. Let's just and sometimes the, sometimes a lot of times the women initiate it. It's like let's just meet in person to see if I did too. I did yeah. too. It's like I, I'm not always gonna waste time if there's no connection. Like let's meet because that's how I would know. It's hard for me to tell if I'm gonna really connect with you unless we were talking for like hours on the phone or something. But like I need to meet you mm-hmm. in person yeah. for sure. Because then you get the flavor of you know whether or not this is gonna work out. Yeah. But then, oh god, here's the other bit too about <laughs> that, and here's the other logistical problem is then you have to find a date or a place to go, uh-huh. and you don't know, you don't know, so you don't know as a guy that should you set it up because you're inviting him out. Or if you want to make it ladies' choice so that they pick the restaurant so that they're comfortable with it mm-hmm. in their area, that's the other hard part about meeting is that, okay, you ask them out and you don't know if they have allergies, you don't know whatever. So you have to ask like, okay, is there anything you do like, don't like? And then you can kind of take it from there. Like yeah. what area do you live in? I usually like to, uh, whenever I take somebody out, I like to go closer to their proximity Mm because I just figure they're going to feel more familiar. Yeah. You come down, you know, you have to drive down to my side of town. You might feel a certain kind of way. It's like, okay, I'm going into a, A, I'm about to meet a dude I don't know. Yeah. B, I'm going to be in an area that I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, I might have some trepidation about that. Whereas you pick the restaurant, you know where it's at, you know the location, you should feel comfortable with it. I'll go meet you there and, you know, 
But yeah. that's just me. I don't know how all the dudes do it. Yeah. Maybe I, they just say, come on over and they give them their address and that's that. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, I think the majority of people, myself included, we have certain expectations and we're fighting with that emotion of we know that it's not real, but it's like, it's hard because we're so hopeful, I think. That's why it's, it's, it is very difficult. And that's why if you hold that expectation, then you do find somebody that you can marry that meets that criteria of whatever your expectations, consider yourself lucky. Mm. Because in most, most cases, um, people have that expectation. You can call them standards, whatever it is that you want to call them. And they might overlook somebody that's really, really genuinely good for them. Yeah. And they could really be happy together. It might not look like what you think it should look like, but it could be something different. And yet, just as wonderful, but because you have a very narrow view of what you want your life and your relationship to look like, you won't even give it a shot. And that sometimes happens too. Yeah. Look at our friendship. Who knew that we had so much in common? (laughs) I did not expect (laughs) at all. Sometimes you get surprises. Yeah. yeah, Because I did not expect at all for you and I to ever be friends. Honestly. Yeah. I just thought that you were just going to be some person that I met a long time ago. And yeah, yeah, that's it. But yeah, it's funny how things work out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, uh, yeah, this was a great conversation. Yeah. Appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Enjoyed it. All right, till next time. Bye. Bye.